It's the Fan Wrestling Show. I'm Shane O'Keefe, joined by these two marks, John Martin and Kieran Dunphy. That's what you're going to be known for for all the times. You're a mark as well, Shane. Yes, I am a major, major mark. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about dream matches that never happened or didn't happen in the right context. This is something John brought to the table. Oh, yeah. I just feel like there's certain matches that, yeah, like they did happen, but they didn't happen like with extended programs that had TV time, had story time or on pay-per-views. Um, egregious ones for me in that regard would be like uh, Roddy Piper and Randy Savage, Bret Hart and Jake Roberts. They like, surely happened. They happened. The matches happened, but they weren't like programs. They weren't the feuds that they could have been. Like the idea of doing like, you know, a Savage and Piper program in like 1989 or 1990 yeah, so you, or doing like Brett and Jake in 92 or 93. You're looking at, say, we'll start with Piper and Savage. You're looking at, say, Piper coming off WrestleMania 1, Savage starting to gain steam around WrestleMania 3. So you're looking at 89 as the... Yeah, may, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, Piper was kind of in and out a lot. He was really pursuing his movie career, but like Piper was Piper was a face in the lead into WrestleMania three. Savage was still a heel. Probably you want to get in Steamboat then. I wouldn't have done that match then, but I think maybe you could have done it afterwards. I don't know. Or like sometime in that friend, there was definitely other points, like in you know nineteen ninety and nineteen ninety one, where Savage was still a heel, Piper was still a face. You could have done it. Well, you could have done it. Say nineteen ninety two, going into WrestleMania eight. You had Savage and Piper, and then you'd have Flair and Hogan as the main event instead of Flair and Savage. I don't. I wouldn't swap that Piper Brahar program for anything. Yeah. I don't think. I think that was. I mean, there's other people you probably could have put Savage with um, at that time. I mean, like if you're trying to get Sid over as a monster heel, Savage would have been a great opponent for WrestleMania Eight. Um, Savage Sid is not a thing that I'm, I'm sure happened in any big way. Either. Probably WCW. Would you have got? Would you take a Piper and Savage in WCW? <laughs> The did that happen? I don't think so. I'm not sure if it did. Savage was a bit all over. Like, I mean, he had some great matches and great programs, but he still struggled, you know, to be uh, to be the star that he could have been, particularly with Hogan, like, pulling his weight and stuff. There is a few that's kind of hard to shoehorn in, though, isn't it? Like, when you talk about what else it's was just, going You know what I mean? It's, it, it's got a bit of that, you know, like, that's, that screen actors thing, that De Niro, like, Pacino vibe up until 1995. You're like, well, these two should obviously be in a film together at some point. Savage and Piper always had that vibe. There should be two amazing talkers, um, great workers in their own way, um, with, like, massive personalities, you know, WrestleMania headliners and then for them to not have any kind of extended program themselves. I mean, the headline house shows, but that seemed to be the extent of it. So when you're looking at Savage's WrestleMania kind of career, you had Steamboat, you had the tournament at WrestleMania 4, you had the Mega Maniacs WrestleMania 5. What was that, WrestleMania 6? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, yeah. Yeah, which is... Per, which uh, I'm glad it happened when it happened. Maybe it, like it wasn't the best feud, but it had a storyline. Ran for months. You're getting to see Savage and Rhodes. Rhodes not so much at the top of his game, but Savage probably definitely at his. That's with Sweet Sapphire, baby. With Sweet Sapphire. Sweet yeah. Sapphire. Was that a dream match, though? It was the American dream, baby. I, you know, I, I think it's just a match that everybody was gl- is glad that, that it happened. happened. Yeah. It, maybe it wasn't be on, the best. It would be on your list if it didn't happen. You know what I mean? It would be on your list if it didn't happen. Yeah. In the same way, like AJ Styles and Randy Orton, like it wasn't a barn burner feud, but like, oh, at least they, they had a thing going for a while. I was glad it happened. Went to Warrior and he went to Flair. Nine, he was a commentator. Ten, was Crush. 
that was Savage done then Savage was done I mean the fact that he didn't wrestle at Wrestlemania 9 was a sin also Piper wasn't on the cards they feasibly could have done it then yeah. you know uh, but was Piper, Piper was gone then Piper was gone at that point yeah he wouldn't come back then until Wrestlemania the following year as a special guest ref yeah and then so that's kind of more 19. like a feud I suppose that, that didn't happen because obviously if they've wrestled on the house show circuit or something the match did happen but the feud yeah I mean happen. that's the thing and then they, which is a very different thing from matches that just never happened at all the yeah. different like so Flair and Hogan didn't sell apparently on the house show circuit and they didn't gel but maybe that's something that happened on the house show circuit yeah but I mean like and, I mean we, we got Flair Savage for pretty much the bulk of the year in 1992 <clears> you know because that as a feud ran pretty much straight after Royal Rumble up until Survivor Series anyway mm. if not slightly after that um, yeah but I still would like to I mean he could have done that I still would like to have seen Flair Hogan at WrestleMania yeah, yeah. there's like, no way that would have been worse than what we got in the main event with a fucking DQ finish with Sid and again, Voodoo Priest randomly coming in and Undertaker or was a saint and that's like a different again it's like a different it's kind of funny how you define what we're talking about here because that's again a match that we did get to see but not in the context we wanted to see it. Like that mania, that was the moment. That was the moment. That was Hogan Flair. Yeah. That was two of them as close to their peaks as possible. Yeah. And that was the chance and then just, they didn't do it. So yeah. They just didn't do it. That was the time. What about a match that has never happened? That, so it's not... I think not, Sting Taker. Well, that has happened. But like not... Has it? Yeah, it happened in WCW in like 1989. Punisher oh, Dice Morgan against... Me, me, or me Maricalis, yeah. His other, his other gimmick uh, against Sting. So the match in itself happened, but, but not in the context we wanted it. Yeah. Well, it happened, I suppose, yeah. If we're, no, if well, we're, no, if we're going out to John he, for the same thing, it did happen. He didn't know it wasn't the Undertaker against Sting. Uh, not the yeah. Carpenter Undertaker that, that we've that come to love. fantastic him. craftsman who built his own coffins in his workshop. Well, when was, when's the prime time to do that, right? So Sting's with WCW. <laughs> prime, time okay. is, prime time is like literally any time you've got them in the two company, 2014, 2015. 2016 I, you could have still run the up until 2020 got a good match I'm convinced no was, no it had to happen in, in 2000 and it should have been 2014 there was 2015 the, there was they the, should have bought him out when, when the, the, uh, ideally the no because that was the American Badass I mean ideally like optimum peak of those characters probably like at the height of their powers in that very specific game it's 98 yeah, yeah. when what, wasn't there the whole they thought Sting was coming in and they were running vignettes and it turned out what, they ended up having to change course and it was someone else Oh no! I think it was just they did these badass, these badass, badass vignettes for the Undertaker that seemed more Sting-like than Undertaker-like, and everybody got excited about the potential of Sting coming in. And then what mania was it that? All led towards Undertaker versus Triple H, That's which what nobody was. wanted to see. Again, three times at WrestleMania. Three fucking times. Once was enough. Match that never happened. The fourth Undertaker and Triple H match at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, that's what should have happened. Yeah, that was the time to put it on. Was, that was after the previous definitely three. Definitely time to put it on. Uh, I mean, in terms of matches that legitimately never happened, like the big one is, I think Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, right? They didn't cross paths at all. I don't think. No, they couldn't have. For two Texans, particularly, it's a bit weird. That would have been an unbelievable match. When is optimal for that? Oh, I mean, in terms of race, you got to do. You got to do two thousand four. Two thousand four, yeah. Two thousand four. So he wins the belt off Lesnar, has that match with Angle at Mania, and then loses the title to JBL. Sorry, why couldn't it have happened in two thousand? When did Eddie die? Two thousand five. When did Sean come back? Two thousand two. So they had they, could, they, they were, had they three crossed, years yeah, yeah. to just do that fucking match one time. Oh my god! Uh, there was a rumor at some point. I don't know if it got changed that. Um, 
They were going to do it at one WrestleMania. They're on different... Were they on different brands? They were yeah, mostly Smackdown. on different brands, yeah. 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 Sean was Raw, Eddie was SmackDown. Smackdown yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what, what WrestleMania that was, but... So uh, WrestleMania 21 then would have been Eddie and Ray, yeah. and it would have been Michaels and Angle. And I'm so fucking glad we got No, we got match. Michaels and Angle, and that's... I mean, that's a match you don't want to be talking about. And then Michaels is in the main event of 20 anyway, which didn't really need to happen, yeah. I, I would argue. No, we, I mean, I think the, co- the, the focus of that was, uh, you know... I mean, Michaels was the charlatan in that feud. I think where that, where that should have built was... Triple H and fucking uh, he, he, yeah. Chris Benoit. Yeah, Michael, Michael's angle, unbelievable. Never got Brett Angle. Brett Angle, yeah, that's could a that conceivably be? Yeah, could conceivably yeah. If Brett, if Angle, if Goldberg did, didn't fuck up Brett. So if Brett, so it could have happened in two ways. If Angle didn't go TCW briefly, they were in the same company around the same time. And if Brett did, if Brett went to WCW and Angle actually joined WCW, which he had a small chance of doing, he wouldn't have been Angle though. I would have been this, more or less the same. Nah, this, nah. this may be news to some people. Um, most marks maybe not, but we did get Kurt Angle and Owen Hart. Owen, yeah. That was one of Kurt's initial dark matches in 1999. Um, so there's something there. But Kurt Brett... Kurt Brett would have been unbelievable. 2000, yeah. I mean, I think Angle was, was ramping up and Brett was kind of, you know, slowing down a little bit. But still, like, Angle and Brett in the year 2000 would have been great. I, I have a few more Angle ones. Uh, I, I don't see the Brett and Angle thing lining up ever, really. You don't like, see it as in I, I don't see anymore. It, no, it's not going to happen. No, I don't, see, I don't see it ever lining up. <laughs> They're still alive. I don't see it ever <laughs> lining chance. up. Um, but I want to go just back, and I'll come back to the Angle and Brett thing. I want to just go back to Taker while we're on him and the dream matches. Um, Sting is obviously the big one. But me as a TNA mark, Abyss. Yeah, there was rumours about that, that Abyss at one point in the late 2000s was coming in um, and was specifically the same way that Mick Foley was in 1996. He was designed to be a foil for The Undertaker. Would have been brilliant. That would have been a fantastic... Yeah. F- well, you would hope it would be a fantastic... Would it be a good, a good match? Abyss was a fucking fantastic... Yeah, Abyss, Abyss, Abyss just... That man had his working shoes on all the, the time. The I think shit, it would have been great. The shit that he put himself through in matches... like I remember being completely enamoured with him and Sabu in their barbed wire match in, in TNA. Angle, and, and that meme with the fucking jump that he does on... He does oh, that yeah. to Abyss. Would it be a bit too like the Mankind Undertaker... Few, like, how do you book it's it It's not a bad thing, though. No, I know, but it's no, being done. I think the... I, you know, I think in the... Particularly in the 2010s, I mean, the way to book The Undertaker, which they only really started doing way too late, was this idea of this, like, aging gunslinger, yeah, you know? Like... Yeah. This idea Jared, of like, Jared, you know, yeah, which, Jared, which Jared is doing now. Yeah. The, the problem was is that they spent too long, you know, <laughs> keeping Undertaker in his prime. Whereas I think the, the, the joy in what they could have done with him was give him his, uh, you know, give him his Johnny Cash ears, well, you know, they, where he's kind of on the way out, mean, but he's producing great stuff and and it's getting harder for him each time. They did a little bit. Yeah, but, but they, they, they repeated Michaels twice. They repeated yeah. uh, Triple H twice. Uh, they had him then... Like the either side of that then is is CM Punk and, and but they're H. also they're also breaking the streak. I mean, if if you know if I was booking the, that streak, I mean, I think the Undertaker's and it was leading that way a little bit. But like his last five to six matches, he like he should have been pulling out those wins like less certainly each time, and then he should have got to ideally, in my opinion, Bray Wyatt. And I'm not just saying that because he's. You know, he's passed and there's a lot of love for Bray Wyatt at the moment. But, like, I mean, it, it made the most sense that when eventually he went down, it was going to be to a guy who could in some way take his mantle. I'm going, yeah. to, I'm going off on a tangent here because Brock Lesnar was 100% the right person to do it. Brock Lesnar was in his 30s. He was 34 when he uh, 
no, was he 36 when he claimed the streak? I don't think, was he? Yeah, so in... Two, Brock did, but he just, he really didn't need it. He did. Look, think about what happened, right? Okay, so Brock won the title in 2002. He's 24, right? So WrestleMania 2020 was uh, in 2004. So he would have been, what, 20, 20, 26? So WrestleMania 30 would have been 36. So he's 36 years of age, coming into the fucking prime of his life. He's had a 10-year run since. Every Brock Lesnar match after that seemed like an absolute fucking must win for everybody. But- it seemed like, because he can't... He came in, he lost to Cena, he lost to Triple H, he built him back up, he kicked the shit out of Cena, and went down then to have fucking feuds with the likes of Goldberg. Yeah, but there was Goldberg a- did it to him. I know it was... Yeah, no, but no, no, I'm sorry, t- a t- where Lesnar, those Lesnar matches were, like, diabolical. He got it's Reigns only- over in the end. No, oh, no. Like, I mean, you know, their last main event, I thought was pretty decent, but uh, up until then, that like that was a feud that they ran for like five or six years, and it was mostly a dud. And I think it's only in the last like 12 months that people have come around to Lesnar. I think prior, to, like, when Lesnar was a I've always loved Brock I, I've always I loved Brock like, and I think he's had some great feuds but he's he, the only he's the kind of last attraction in he Lesnar. definitely had a, a, a exactly a, 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 because yeah. Yeah. he beat the streak I know he, he was gold mm. before that. he was UFC champion you know he was like youngest world champion in history he was grand I don't think he needed that streak okay, but I mean I wouldn't have given it to Sting but like it would have been really cool to see Undertaker like uh pull one out barely against Sting when we finally get that match at WrestleMania and pull one out against Lesnar and then eventually get taken or the other way around and then eventually get taken down by Bray Wyatt in 2015. That, I think that would have been a great piece of storytelling. And particularly given Undertaker like two of his hardest opponents before he, he loses. Also Punk, it seemed like Punk was coming pretty close to to was beating never, him. Never Punk was never... But it was, yeah. a great, it was a great match. It was arguably one of his best. Would you have given it to Abyss if that match did happen? Oh, no. yeah. Oh, well... You know, if you're getting bits in 2009, 2010, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I just, Fuck you. <laughs> what would it do? Like, it, it would have, I know. If this on the, like, if this was like three, four years left in him, like, it's not going to yeah. give him the Well, yeah, that, at that point, but, but I think, I think if you did it at the right time, I think it would have, it would have been great. Go, like, I think ultimately the, the, the point of the Undertaker moving into his retirement should have been Undertaker will eventually come, go into the guy who is the new Undertaker, whether it be a Bray Wyatt or an Abyss, or if we'd got that far, you know, it could have been an Alistair Black. Could have been Hade Vanson. Could have potentially been Hade Vanson. Might have been Mordecai. Should have been Mordecai. Um, like, there was a couple of contenders there, but I think the guys who could have feasibly beaten him who would have benefited lots from it would have Nathan been... Nathan Jones. <laughs> uh, not quite not quite the uh, beast of Bogger Road, but... Uh, uh, but I think like Br- Bray Wyatt or an Alistair Black or uh, oh, Alistair Black would be a great one actually um, or even a, you know like a straight away just do let it be Roman Reigns or Cody l- let it be potentially Cody wow so, so uh, on t- uh, Lesnar we're talking about Lesnar there three matches that Lesnar could have had Austin, oh, wish- Austin. That well, that, yeah. we never got it. We never got one on one, though. It happened in a triple threat. It's not something that I really want to see. It's just because it didn't happen. And you took it away from me. Same, kind of like that. Yeah, like oh. the, like the Goldberg. Uh, I I know it's such a weird match, but I always like watching that Goldberg uh, Lesnar match where they get booed out of it and Austin's in the Resume ring. Twenty and like that's the three of them in the ring together, like the three kind of the future, the two from the Attitude Era, and just never get that. Well, what about Goldberg Austin? I would have liked to see Goldberg Austin. I don't know how you would run that feud. I think like a heel Goldberg might have worked really well in that. But that's a match again that should have happened. That they had the chance to do it. They had well, the chance well, to do it. No, 
2003, after WrestleMania 19, that's when Austin left. No, but if you don't do that third... That's when he came in. He came in the WrestleMania, or the Raw after. But But you could so easily have not done that third Rock-Austin match. They, they've already main evented now their third match, which, to be to be fair, I really like, and I like that it was the one that, you know, Rock went over in. But yeah. it's it, it, this is the third time it's happened in WrestleMania. Yeah. And for the first time now, it's not the main event. That card could have easily had Austin putting Goldberg... Over on the way out. Lane uh, over. He doesn't, he doesn't even have to put over. R- you know, Rock could have been putting over someone else. Yeah. Jericho or, uh, I don't know, someone that would have really benefited. Because Rock was on his way out and Austin was on his way out. And they were kind of, n- neither of them got anything. Well, Rock particularly, he got the win over Austin, which was quite poetic after three WrestleMania matches. But it's not even about... But then he's just been fed to Goldberg straight away. It's not even about what to do in the future. Like, it doesn't really matter who wins these matches. It's just, like, fan service. Just let the fans... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'll be fan service. But also stuff that, like, builds in terms of, like, the logic of, you know, if you've got someone who's on the way out, they should create a new star in as much as they can and give someone else the... (laughs) <laughs> yes don't I don't do I this shane he said yes. it not me if no, you're no. on the way out to the time-honored tradition yeah drop the belt i look I, I i'm a brett mark I, I do think brett should have dropped the title he on the way out to drop it on the monday that's not to ken the shamrock title. to anybody ken, okay speaking of ken shamrock ken shamrock brock lesnar ken shamrock, ken shamrock dan severn angle yeah ken shamrock Kurt ken shamrock Kurt angle yeah, yeah. Ken shamrock, that, and that could have happened that could have happened. Yeah, I yeah. think. Well, over. there was ninety-eight. Kurt is in. Well, Kurt. Yeah, but it wasn't Kurt. Kurt. Like I've just seen it's physically ah, well, in the same company at the same time. I think, like, yeah, like the, I, the idea of these two hard men and like the presentation of Hardest Angle versus the men. presentation of Shamrock, you know, would have been so good. But you, you, both, you know, they're both so dangerous, which is way more an interesting dynamic than well, even that Shamrock like and nerdy. Severn, which are two like really hard, stoic, yeah. fucking tough guys, like. Angle's whole like milk and cookie shtick against Shamrock would have been a really nice contrast. Yeah, I would love that one. On on the Lesnar one, can I just say as well, one like program that never happened in a match that I would love to have seen would have been like Prime Rhino against P- Prime Lesnar. Prime, Prime Rhino. Rhino. That would have just been a really good meaty. Could have happened. Could have easily happened. Yeah. Rhino came in uh, two thousand and one, the yeah. year before Lesnar, before WrestleMania seventeen, he was in. Did we ever get Lesnar Sheamus? Yes, I, I don't think, think we so. did. No, no, I don't think we did. Unless it was on a house show. Didn't Sheamus win a title? It won, won the undisputed title in 2015. Did Lesnar win it off him? No, it was Roman Reigns bookended. Oh, I think f- that, yeah. Sheamus Lesnar being unbelievable. Sheamus Lesnar. I don't think that's happened. No, I think Sheamus is after getting a lot of um, credence uh, maybe in the past three four years. Ma- mainly, I think due to his battles with Drew. Uh, especially during the yeah. the pandemic era, where the, it just you could hear the last kick and the shit. And, out his, of and his stuff with Cesaro was class prior to that as well. Yeah, with yeah, the bar. He's, he's had some. No, good. Yeah, but even not, with, prior to the bar, they had the best. They're the best seven. seven yeah. I just want to say so. I fucking hate Mohawks in wrestling. All right, Sheamus is shitty Mohawk. Sean Spears shitty Mohawk. Anybody with a Mohawk? Lod. Yeah, no, that fucks it there. No, they didn't really have a Mohawk. Animal. That is totally a Mohawk. Yeah, Heidenreich. Animal have a mohawk? Yeah, Animal had the mohawk. Uh, when, when Hawk had the in, two... Things. Hawk just had his fucking... Had his skid marks in his head. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That fucks me up. Sean Spears, anyway, and uh, Seamus yeah, Spears. Seamus fucking spiky mohawk. Someone has a net... Oh, Brian Cage. Brian Cage, Brian Cage. shitty mohawk. Yeah, not good. Looks ridiculous. Uh, when you're talking about Angle, something that could have feasibly happened, particularly during his TNA time, Brian Danielson... Oh, oh that's wow. a that's an ultimate dream match yeah. of 
you know, two of the best technical guys, but two fantastic interviewers and really distinct characters. When would you put it on? 2006. Oh, <laughs> I would have wow. just yeah. like angle off his fucking nut yeah. in wrestling machine mode and like young his mutilation. Great. Danielson. Yeah, his matches with Joe were fucking brilliant. You look at lockdown then, I think in 08, they had that MMA inspired one. Danielson went to WWE, what, 2010? 2010, yeah. Yeah, so that could have happened. Yeah, that could, and he still could have run a similar kind of, that whole idea of the, yeah, the veteran and the, the the new guy. He was like the upstart who's a, a, a better, te- prefers to be a better technical wrestler. Like, there's so many times he could have done that and it just didn't. What way do you see those, like, we're talking about the dream matches and stuff, but maybe getting into the technical side of the actual match. Like, what mm-hmm. way do you see it going? Do you see him, like, being 45 minutes all-out warfare? Like, does that match start really slow and then builds up into a crescendo of reversals? Like, I think Danielson, Danielson Angle. Yeah, I think it would have been. I, I think it would have been a masterpiece. I think if it was been booked under Vince at that time, which you know, if you're booking on in WWE, I think Angle is kind of like destroying him for a match, maybe two matches, and then Danielson's probably well, squeaking. I don't think Daniel, the last one. Danielson would have come in say around 2010. Don't think Danielson would have come in with any type type of like indie cred into WWE or Vince would have allowed well, they kind of they ignored it I mean he's so gimmicked was, hey gimmick, look, yeah. look at this weird <laughs> vegan who reads books and is an absolute fucking nerd <laughs> well, well his gimmick was his gimmick was kind of because obviously on the NXT stuff his, he started going on going off on Miz that like I'm yeah. actually I'm a better wrestler than you but like, in TNA like, who do you think you are if, I, I can actually I've been doing this for 10 years you're like I'm the veteran not you yeah, yeah. if he came in in TNA he would have been allowed to be that indie fucking star if you get yeah I would have much rather seen that feud happen in TNA than WWE now to be fair Nigel McGuinness didn't get that chance he came in as Desmond Wolf but he had some fucking barn burners of matches with Angle yeah and they had a great run yeah and that that could have been in terms of British wrestlers like I mean that's uh, the idea of McGuinness and Regal which could have happened and feasibly happened mm. yeah. that is a lost match I think because uh, Ambrose like if you watch the Ambrose and Regal stuff that was fucking brilliant in the FC, in FCW and I was reading Moxley's yeah. book and I'm not a big fan of Mox in general but I was reading his book and the way he talking about it and he je- definitely seems to have a, an understanding of the way he wants his his matches to come across. That's why I was so disappointed with him and Bray, where it could have been like a psychological and violent feud and it turned into hokey bullshit. And all, yeah, the same as well with like Lesnar not really wanting to work with him and mm. absolutely mm. nuking him in their feud. Uh, and they had a WrestleMania match with each other. Mm. I mean, Mox and Lesnar at WrestleMania should be something we still talk about. Yeah. And it was a fucking dud. And Mox and Foley. Mox and Foley is another lost feud and lost match. And it was really close to happen and Mick ultimately could not get cleared. So they didn't do it. I, but I, I like the the backstory to that. It was so well drawn out, and you got these yeah. two two guys who were legitimately like fantastic storytellers. Mm, yeah. Like, which when you do like, not every wrestler is a good storyteller, and I mean not just in the, in terms of in ring storytelling, but in terms of like having an awareness of other wrestlers' backstories, histories, how those characters contrast with them, and then being able to tread stuff from that. Um, Foley's one of the best for that, and Moxley is too. Yeah. The what 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 wait, what when Moxley tackled Foley's being interviewed somewhere back. It was basically like, yeah. hey, I'm part of a generation of kids who uh, idolised you yeah, yeah. we jumped off fucking roofs because of you we Fuck maimed ourselves yeah, because of you amazing. and I realised that's complete folly and I'm here to hold you accountable, hold you accountable. money yeah, 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 money yeah, but ultimately if that did happen then you don't get the shield yeah that's also so all very these, true all these what ifs also have a massive 
there's an impact while we're on that just to linger on that another uh, one of these matches that people talk about is a dream match that's never happened but fee- this is one that feasibly could Shield Triple Threat just wanted to throw that one in there oh shit yeah that's it would have been a perfect match they all they all were champions on the same night they all won world yeah they all consecutively yeah. won from each other which was probably as close as we're getting to that why the fuck would you not do that and that's ne- that's probably never should gonna it, happen. Should it? I no, don't know. It should it should have been a WrestleMania main event. That never happened. I mean, Shield Triple Threat absolutely should have been a WrestleMania. Another main one event. that won't happen now, but should have happened. Walter versus Joe. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think of that, and you just said it, and I fucking felt pain. Oh, like that. That we'll has to. That. Oh, we no. have to get that. We won't. Joe. Joe's been fired twice. I'm no, so. I'm, I'm to Walter's now. Like uh, he's on to. He's going there for ten years. I'm so very grateful that we got that Vince at the very least give us Joe and Lesnar in a main event for a world title. Yeah. Lesnar so grateful. It was, a, it was a great feud and Lesnar had his working boots on for that f- uh, feud with Joe. Great he, balls of fire feud. Great balls of fire. Mm-hmm. Good ones. Um, why we're kind of skirting on? Uh, just going back to. to to Brian Danielson as well uh, his no-brainer feud with Shawn Michaels is one there's a few, good few Shawn Michaels ones yeah. but Brian and Michaels is definitely something Especially that could have happened and particularly when there's such a like hard-baked literally like student's teacher storyline there to capitalise well, on well he's trying like he, he tries to distance himself from the Shawn Michaels train and, and give more credence to the yeah. stuff that he's learned that's because Sean wasn't probably that hands on was kind of coming in money. fucked up on yeah. somas and shit and taking the money yeah um, so but still that in itself could have been a great basis for the feud he tries to associate yes yeah, I'm saying he tries to associate himself with with R- William Regal yeah. um, more so than with Shawn Michaels so when does that happen then because Shawn Michaels is retired by that stage Regal Danielson would have been unreal well, no, it happened. Yeah, that happened. It happened on TV. Yeah. Was that on, when was that? that oh, they did it on like Superstars. There's that famous clip where like we're in the UK. Yeah, where Danielson kind of uh, where he ribs him by uh, when oh, Regal's come yes, down to the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. and they have, I think they, they have wrestled on the Independence. I mean, the there wasn't an extensive program, but like Regal Danielson happened, and I think it's, it's happened quite a few times. Um, well, what about this one then? Left field, polar opposite of what we're talking about at the moment. LOD and demolition that never happened. It did. I thought it did happen. Never surely. Happened. Never. Happened. How, how shows? Never. Well, is I, this I, one, I, is I, this I, one of these things that was so obvious that we assumed it yeah, happened? Yeah. Well, uh, Jamie, bring it up there. LOD demolition. I'm pretty sure that never happened. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm almost certain. There's, if there's anyone listening to this, they're just going to be screaming. Yeah, he's a that mark. Definitely did happen. He's not a smart mark though. Um, when, when there, yeah, double missed opportunities leads you to doom versus demolition. Yeah, but the, it, 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 it's now coming back to our like central point. It's like there's certain things that happen as matches, but there's things that didn't necessarily happen as long running programs or TV feuds or pay per view feuds. Never happened at all. They were on a collision course for one of the biggest tag matches ever. Didn't happen. What the fuck? There you go. How do you oh, not book can, that? Can I ask a very similar question? Because yeah, they wanted to book. Was it Powers of Pain? I was about to say Powers of Pain. Yeah, because Vince Vince didn't see Demolition as WWE's version of LOD, even though it was so clearly that that's what power, the fans believed. Power, powers of Pain were. Yeah, so they went with that instead. Uh, but like Demolition were like longest reign tag team champions for, you know, uh, they had a record for decades. They were a massive team, even if they were like slightly inspired by them. I, sure, I thought I was full sure that happened in some kind of crossover between like Demolition winding down and LOD coming in. Jesus. On that note, similar teams from that era. Uh, Do we ever have a match between Rock and Roll Express and Rockers, the Rockers? No, never. Fuck. Okay, AW, AWA? No? Uh, I'm pretty sure we've never had that match. 
in any context. Yeah. I think it's one of those I don't think classics. I think it's like the LOD and Demolition. Say if you're looking up lists, they're probably on the same list as like I'd, lo- I'd love to get era. into some talk about booking some of these kind of things. How would you book like a Sting and Undertaker feud? How would you book an LOD and Demolition feud? And I, I'm sure we can probably, when we come to the end of like throwing out these names, we could probably say, okay, this is the match that maybe we can all come to the consensus we agree and maybe do a bit of booking for it. I think LOD, I, LOD Demolition is booked by keeping them apart for the entire two months leading up to it and just say who is... Yeah. Like it's that you don't need anything else other than the two biggest teams of all time. Like, build like do they way. clash at a Survivor Series? I, I just think they get booked. That's going to be your main event or your big tag team match coming up and just don't let them touch each other. Yeah. Backstage interviews, you know, big balls. All Paul, that e- Paul Ellering doing the fucking talk. Paul Ellering would have been fantastic. And also then just having Mr. F- Mr. Fuji with Demolition again, if you could like... Demolition, did. fuck up. Like Rock having... Crush, the third man comes down, it's Crush, and it yeah. actually turns out, and it's Hawk. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't, but you got three Demolition, you could maybe bring in an honorary third... Ro- draws! Like, well, it's draws. Too early for draws. Ultimate Warrior could have done something then. He was flatlining a bit, you know, he... He could have been a good third man. I know, but you want it. So the whole reason that feud didn't happen, I think, is because when they had the chance to do it, instead they brought in Crush. So they became they the Billy three. D stopped stopped yeah. uh, putting so gel in his hair. He didn't give a fuck. He was yeah, yeah. yeah. that was Survivor Series nineteen ninety. That's why his hair was so nice. Yeah, so I don't think they could do the three three on three. Well, if you, this is one that I don't think anyone's going to be coming uh, like coming up with, but it is a feud that I have kind of fantasy booked in my head, and I know how I do it. I genuinely think. There's so much. There was so much mileage in Undertaker and Matt Bourne's Dying to Clown. I think Dying to Clown with the Matt Bourne one could have been um, Evil Dying. Oh, but I think there was so much progression in that character. It could have really evolved in the same. If Matt Bourne wasn't, you know, fucking smoking weed and getting fights all the time, um, it really it could have been Matt Bourne. I, I think it could have been wrestling's equivalent of like Undertaker and. Joker and I think Batman and Joker or sorry Batman and Joker it would have been Undertaker and Joker (laughs) Batman and Joker yeah (laughs) I I think you know the dying character could have evolved I would have like taken you know the the oddities uh, stable from about four years later I would have had Dunk managing an oddity style stable of all these freaks let them be like the, the giants that have been fed to the Undertaker like what the Penguin has in Batman Returns he has all kind these of, like, the idea of Doink is this like maniacal clown feeding Undertaker all these giants that he has to get through I mean he's I, Harvey Whippleman I don't think Undertaker yeah is, he's doing Harvey Whippleman spot is Undertaker Batman though he's just he's yeah, a, he is he's dark vigilante Survivor Series 96 he came down dressed as a bat yeah I think he's a, he's a dark vigilante. Then you got the fucking psychotic clown. Yeah, and Paul I think Bear, who's Alfred, obviously. Both characters could have evolved. On, WrestleMania not, ten. <laughs> Undertaker is not. WrestleMania ten. Matt Bourne doesn't get fired. Undertaker doesn't uh, take a sabbatical. It's WrestleMania 10. ten. What year is WrestleMania well, ten? Ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah, okay. Undertaker doesn't like ascend to the heavens. He doesn't. No, he I think he goes. I think heavens. he needs pushed a bit further. I think he go. And, 12, and oh, 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 holy shit! You need attitude here. Okay, remember Doink did the the mirror at WrestleMania nine. Yeah, and he did. Oh, it's like oh, there's two Doinks. Who does Undertaker fight at SummerSlam ninety four? Taker himself. Himself. Wow. Boom! There's a book. Oh, ta- and, and you also have a teeny tiny Undertaker, like Doink and Dink. You got <laughs> Taker and Tink. <laughs> <laughs> Taker and Tunk. Oh god! Uh, I'd actually. I'm fucking hyped for that. I'm gonna go home and play 2K23. I think you could have done Taker versus Doink. Where are the figures? Let's get him out. I think because Matt Bourne was a really good worker and he had a really good aptitude and he was kind of you know he's a bit of a fucked up character himself. I just think the two of them could have had a really fantastic feud that could have run on off. I think that was a feud Undertaker 
character needed before Foley came along. He needed a guy with a really strong character who was a really good worker that instead of having to fucking fight King Kong Bundy and John Gonzalez. Uh, Eligante is class, all right? It'd be even cla- it'd be even better though if he was part of Doink's Freak Show. He's part of Doink's Freak Show stable. Yeah. Brilliant. 1993 is salvaged. But also, I actually, it doesn't I, have to be... Ma- I know Matt Bourne is like obviously the best Doink, but it doesn't actually... You could push that feud right up to like the year 99 or 98 and uh, but, just the Doink character is back. Because well, we're, we're going to bring Papa Shango back. Yeah, but it was still Charles Roy playing it. I think, you know, every Doink should have had to be... The evolution of that character should have always been Matt Bourne and it should have been different versions of it. Like the Bourne again character he did in ECW. What if, some, what if someone's walking backstage? Like what if it's like uh, Don Callis or someone backstage and they see the Doink mask in the corner of the locker room the like, jackal and you just see and they just take the mask and put it in there I still feel no one's going to be as good as Matt Bourne like because they they did swap him out they swapped him out with a couple of guys and they all Jericho was going for uh, uh, well, Avengers at least Jericho was like a star doing it it wasn't like Ray Apollo Ray Apollo or Steve Lombardi or even even though I like him Steve Kern you know like the alternate dunks that were knocking around after Matt Bourne got shake hands but I like if they did it logically like that where like it's like it's not just someone else in the dying costume and it's always the same person like where they're like oh this is like an evolution they find the mask but they're, he's saying like they wouldn't be able to do I don't think no, I just don't think anyone no I, I, I completely no no I completely disagree I think Matt Bourne there was so much you've of him you've done theatre you've done theatre with there was good so much of him you I think there's yeah I think people can that's like that's like saying you could have you know you could have replaced The Undertaker with fucking Dan Spivey and it would have been the same it would have been as good it really actually wouldn't like some role just cannot be played by multiple people it works for certain concepts like Tiger Matt yeah it worked for Razor Ramon and Diesel I suppose yeah. uh, but you know like <laughs> I just feel like Matt Bourne was the right here's a match doink. that never happened Razor Ramon and Diesel against Kevin Nash and Scott Hall it should, it should have happened yeah. also also <laughs> should have happened he moves on we, we know for a fact also this is another interesting one I think the match happened but it was it, it was never a big programme um, but the fact that in a in a like a really fucking like uh, stagnant time for WLF that they didn't just do a Razor Ramon Undertaker feud in some that extended was com- that form that was coming up though wasn't apparently it? it was one of the reasons why Scott Hall left when he did in 96 because Vince had kind of you know, used the Vince Jedi mind trick to convince Hall that he was going to have a program Undertaker and he'd turn him back heel and he'd help him get up the card a little bit. So he was always promised it, but I don't think he ever got it. Because mm. he would have just come off the Goldust feud, was it? Yeah, which oh. he hated. Yeah, 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 which kind of helped propel him to leave. Yeah, mm. but also I loved that feud. Goldust and Razor. Razor, yeah. Razor, yeah, it was great, yeah. But then it got, uh, then Roddy Piper took his place. When you're talking like when you're talk, talking yeah. about Taker. Terry Funk. Ah, oh, I think it happened though, didn't it? Terry oh no, Funk, he, just, ch- he just chokeslammed him out he of his boots. He just got chokeslammed. It might have happened in the 80s or whatever. Terry Funk, like- Undertaker. I mean, anything that's like, you know, it's the same thing with the Eddie Guerrero and uh, Shawn Michaels. Thing. He's got these two excellent like Texan wrestlers who really contrast with each other and are, you know, coming from kind of different generations in a way. Um, Terry Funk, Undertaker would have been really cool. Especially if you were to carry on that whole Undertaker last outlaw kind of thing gunslinger like Terry Funk's at that stage of what The Undertaker would be in say 10 yeah. years 15 years you can kind of carry on something Demir- like yeah and, and Terry played that kind of character you know the, like the the outlaw Terry just trying to get win one last title <laughs> <Terry> <laughs> <Funk> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah in 20, five and, uh, five and in, one yeah, in 2040 yeah Undertaker Terry Funk would have been cool as shit because Jim Cornette when he was asked to fantasy book WrestleMania 18 and instead of Taker Flair he said, take her funk. 
Who would you put Flair against there then in that one? I loved that feud, by the way. I, I loved it. Aaron it Anderson class. hitting the sickest spine buster ever yeah. at WrestleMania. NWO versus DX. I honestly think they're too similar to have worked in contrast with each other. It's like... But like, say if that war happened, right? And they call to the door and the door actually opens up. And they have a match. All right, and you're to put five. Like, do you do a five on five? Because that means, like, it couldn't theoretically happen because Michaels wasn't with the other. I think think NWO two. I think WrestleMania thirty one kind of fucked this because it (laughs) it showed that it's not going to work because you're also going, hey, there's these guys and there's these guys, but also combined, these guys are just. Friends. The click who are the secret hidden yeah. third group within the Illuminati. Of the, they're the Illuminati yeah. of like the on screen stuff. So you end up with like the invasion type like B team who like yeah. Take I would have been way more interested to see DX and Four Horsemen, and I would have been way more interested okay. to see NWO against the fucking nation. But right, okay, but we're, we're talking about iterations, right? When you're talking about the Four Horsemen, then because so I'm trying to get DX versus NWO feasibly, right? Could have happened 2001 invasion, maybe yeah. in two, maybe in 2002. So, what way do you do it? Do you do a five on five with Sean coming back in 2002? You have to wait, maybe wait a year. So, is it X Pac? Or <laughs> they're fighting over X Pac, right? So it's four v four. You have Road Dog. I know. Yeah, I think Billy he- Gunn. Shawn Michaels, Triple H. They're fighting over Rick Root, so Xbox goes with DX. X Pac. Yeah, right. that's a good fellow five. So then you have this. Where it gets tricky, right? So do you have? Hall, Nash, Hogan. You got, definitely have to have Hall, Nash. You definitely have to have Hogan. Do you go with Conan because of his consp- uh, his similarities to Road Dog as the hype man? I think you just... No, I oh, I wouldn't. That's where it gets tricky. I think I would kind of honour the original iteration of uh, the NWO and what the, what the central idea was supposed to be. It's like, here's a bunch of fucking old WWF yeah, but guys. Max Moon. So Conan was. I, I, nobody knows him as Max Moon. I would have been. I would have probably been more inclined to go for. Luke was always uh, a guy, though. Yeah, I would have been more inclined to go for maybe Macho, Kurt Hennig, and Macho. Yeah, yeah. So it's particularly all, against like older WLF guys from a previous generation, and then the the upstarts, and they're all fighting for Rick Rude, and they're all fighting for Rick Rude, yeah, who's Rick Rude well worth fighting for. Yeah. Okay, so you throw the four horsemen in there. You're you're talking a different time scale, but you're talking Tully. Iron. But if you're talking Rick. in the if you're talking in Luger. the if you're talking in the era Paloma. like we're talking about maybe 1998, yeah. 1997 well, I'm, I'm talking maybe two, if you can go 2000 cuz Perfect came back in 2002. Mongo. What year are we doing which horsemen are we doing here? We're going like if we're going to match them up with DX and then we're probably end up going to be doing the Ben it's, the it's Ben Mo- it's it's Mongo the, <laughs> the Benoit horsemen or like it's definitely at the, the we did a bit Paul Roma horsemen like no fuck that but um the Pillman horsemen were pretty cool wasn't it wasn't Pillman doing the horse he wanted Jericho or Jericho said in his book that it was the ex horsemen that's what they were going to call themselves um and that would have been a cool against the horsemen and Pillman would have would have leading that yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're really good faction feuds there. I mean, is there any other big faction feuds that we didn't really get in a major way? Fortune versus the Four Horsemen. Oof. Mm. No. Um, free, uh, free Birds and the Horsemen were never a thing. I think that would have sold pretty well in the 80s. I was looking back on... Uh, Evolution, Horsemen. 
Evolution were the horsemen effectively, yeah. in the same way like you know Pinnacle and AEW were. But uh, um, I don't, you couldn't have really done Evolution. I don't. The horsemen probably. I think the idea was that you keep regenerating with older members, but like most of the guys depicted ended up dead there, or were useless, like Paul Roma. Yeah. Is there any interest for matches now with that? could happen in the future that haven't happened say like a Roman Reigns Kenny Omega Ro- Reigns Omega absolutely I think the, the Shields triple threat one is I think actually like a, a women's match that I would be really excited to see just for the clash of the egos and the personal family history is Charlotte Flair Tessa Blanchard mm. like that is a potentially massive women's match coming down the line I don't know if it'll ever come together I would, because I would, of their histories if you've got Tully and Rick out there yeah. I think that'd be gold that'd be class yeah uh, I Don't when I happened, when I think of when I was thinking of this earlier today, the name Awesome Kong and Charlotte came into my mind. I'd love to see that, but this was Awesome Kong. That couldn't have feasibly happened because Awesome Kong is her best run was in TNA against Gail Kim two thousand and eight. Yeah. Fucking her run class. before she got pregnant wasn't awful. Her WWE run, yeah, yeah they, brief, they like, set her up. Except you, they set her up as the antithesis of like the diva era. As she was coming Before in, page rip, was. Rip, yeah. yeah, ripping the heads off Barbie dolls. She was fucking fantastic. She just, you know, there was a lot of bad luck and bad time in there. Yeah, that would have been, terrible. yeah. Well, if I like, I don't know if there was anyone who was like the ultimate kind of foil for her in WWF. I'd love to. I would still. How, how long? So what year was that? Like when? Did it was 2011. 2011. She came back at the Royal Rumble. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. great. She had, she had that great Rumble yeah. spot. And I think she was only at that stage maybe the second or third so woman. Would have been Beth Phoenix, maybe that. I think Beth was her. maybe the second one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would love. I mean, she's you know she's showing up. Uh, at Impact 1000, I think. I think she's going to be wrestling at that. Oh, no way. I mean, I'd love... When she was in AEW, it wasn't the she, same. She no. just didn't get to do a lot. Um, and she was also filming a lot. So she was back and forth. She wasn't yeah, she was on Glow at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to see her get like a late stage run in AEW or WWE where she can... Particularly WWE, I think, where you could just put her up against a few. Um, just, you know, treat her in that role. Just acknowledge the fact that she's an absolute legend and she's an icon of women's wrestling in the last 20 years in, and, in, and just let her in as Awesome Kong as Awesome Kong and put her in a couple of barn in, burner matches in women's wrestling I really want to see Jade Cargill against anyone on the roster that's part of like the world title click like I don't know why they keep putting her on this TV like J- 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 Jade and Sasha is a thing that will and probably should happen I'd say sometime like in the next got, year she's got like grand she's green the ring grand she's like you know she's not a technician but she's yeah. such a she's star. yeah she's, she's got the Goldberg thing it's like she'll put it together I think and she's working hard and but like, well, she's need, such a star to, they need to start putting her with stars they need to start putting her with a Britt Baker they need to start putting her with a Jamie Hayter, whoever is around, like whoever's I think Tony Jamie, Storm, Jamie, Ruby, Jamie Hayter would be cool. I, yeah, Tony yeah. Storm, Ruby, like anyone who's got a bit of caliber has been someone before, but instead they're just sticker on TVS stuff. They're back now, Chris Statlander. Yeah, but I, th- I think you know they're they're patient with her. And eventually, she'll get there. I think rushing her into those feuds when she's still pretty kind of pretty green is. She's there two years. Like, yeah, sure. but she's you know two years is early in a wrestler's life. I mean, it was good. No, you know, no, but I, I, fucking this is this is Matt like. When maybe in in the actual spawn of being a wrestler's life, but being in a company like when you look at Austin's run, it's not that fucking long. When you look at Foley's run, Rock's run uh, on top in WWE wasn't that long. You Rock is that, more comparable. The other two at least had like ten years. You, of, of, yeah, Rock's yeah. more comparable. But you compare it to guys now, like Sheamus has been WWE since two thousand nine uh, on the main roster. So he's been there since like 2007. Yeah. Plus yeah. he was in his, he was shoehorned into a world title scene practically. Yeah, straight away. Yeah, but like, also, you know. Like they, a lot of these guys are still, I, I think that it's a, maybe a lack of character development and storyline driven narratives on WWE's part. 
for there's been no progression in a lot of this. I think if Jade was in WWE, she'd be already yeah. a bigger. She'd be a huge star. They'd be selling. She'd be the queen of the division. They'd book uh, her right, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, sorry, I'm not saying she hasn't been booked right. Obviously, she went on this massive run, but she's been purposely kept away from people who can make her next level star. Well, yeah, because they don't pr- want a job to her. Yeah, well, to protect the other people. Yeah, yeah. maybe I, th- I, you know, I, I think patience, uh, you know. It's a virtue. It's a virtue, and I think I think she's going to be in all those programs eventually. The fact that she's back now, yeah, I, I, you're just going to be seeing her trucking people constantly. I don't know if she's going to necessarily be like that's all I want. Female to see. Goldberg, she's done, she's already done that thing. I think just let her evolve now and see which way it's going to go. But there's a load of money matches there that they have, so I think yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff that they can do. Speaking of money matches, Tanahashi and John Cena. <sighs> yeah, that's a money match. <laughs> what? What? When? Uh, well, well, maybe ten, are, 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. The two of them are a little bit... Oh, yeah. Tan, well, I never want to see a Tanahashi match again. Like, Did the, you not enjoy Tanahashi and MJF? No. That was class. I like the story they told. I mean, it wasn't like... I was just... You know, again, it's... I know it's so, sometimes you get these dream matches... I'm not that Tanahashi and MJF is a dream match. But, like, sometimes you're glad to see the thing play out. No, and it plays out very specifically within the context of where those characters are. Ah, John, it was shite. When Tanahashi walked down that ring, when I saw him walking down the aisle, like, he could, he could barely get down there. Like, yeah. The man is just... He's like he just needs to pack it up. Well, it wasn't positioned as a top match on the card, and it was very much a... It was for the world title, wasn't it? Yeah, but it wasn't like the main, it wasn't like the main event. It was you know the I mean? main title. No, it wasn't yeah. the main event. It wasn't booked like that. It was that. the opener. It, but it was, wasn't it? Was, it? It was the opener. Yeah, definitely the opener. I mean, it wasn't. You know, like, like it wasn't on the power of the you know IWGP but match t- between Tanada and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. <laughs> but uh, I'm talking about the Tanahashi and John Cena, two uh, people who would have um, maybe been similar types of. Pats in, in their respective companies that were the two main guys of the companies uh, kind of cheesy as fuck as well yeah. for both yeah. of them you know that would have been a, a yeah, good crossover match back in 2014 well, yeah. yeah gotta ask a question uh, one match that seems like you know as the months roll on it's ever uh, ever so gradually kind of ebbing away from us is are we ever going to see Uzos and Young Bucks maybe probably mm. not but maybe I, I, I don't think it's like I don't think it, some of the matches mentioned are impossible I'd say that like, as much as Reigns and Omega as possible I couldn't give a shit I feel like at you know I feel like at some point uh, maybe, I don't know be interesting to see what happens when like you know the the deal with Endeavour goes through and how WWE be run but it would be interesting to see if in that kind of marquee way with like boxing and with uh, mixed martial arts that maybe people will come together you know I feel Tony would be a mark for that stuff we do a one off mm. maybe do this forbidden door real but, like, forbidden door with WWE Punk could I- come back Triple H I think would be more amenable to it than um, they yeah. let Nakamura do the Great Muta's retirement match uh, yeah they recently they referenced that on a recent payback can I also say yeah Punk and Nakamura would be uh, well mm. maybe maybe not now but that would have been a great match to see happen. I think there's both there's a lot of Nakamura matches and there's a lot of Punk matches that would be um, fantastic to see there's a match you brought up and we're going way 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 back between a certain Hulk and a certain Bruiser. Oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan, Bruiser Brody, which I think was a rumoured main event of WrestleMania 2 at one point. Right. Um, Brody, obviously, you know, massive star all around the world at that stage. And this was in the era of monster heels for Hogan to fight. Bruiser Brody would have been like one of the most legit, toughest, um, well-known 
uh, potential opponents for Hulk Hogan in that initial WrestleMania run. I think the match did happen uh, before Hogan was really a star, but uh, that would have been a really fantastic like WrestleMania two main event, especially in the cage. In a cage, yeah, I would have like considering you know where Brody's career was at the time, like he was he was so feared and so respected. I mean, maybe that was part of the reason why you know Vince didn't bring him in because like Dad brought him in quite a bit, but. Bruiser Brody obviously projected absolute fucking terror into every one of you guys. Look at that cage match with fucking so, Luger and he yeah. wouldn't sell. He wouldn't sell. So if we got a final match that you would you would pick above all else. That never I think happened. we I think we went through pretty much anything that you can conceivably think of. One that feasibly could have happened, the feud was inbuilt, they intera- interacted, but it didn't happen. And I think it's just a real wasted opportunity was, I mean, just book five minutes in the ring. Let's just do Goldberg and Gilberg. <laughs> and just get it done. Get did, it didn't they do the rock Goldberg, Gilberg? They did it angles and like, you know, uh, Kevin Owens brought him out for his Goldberg feud. Uh, what would nice to see Goldberg and Gilberg. Yeah. I would have liked to see that, yeah. Who'd go over? Gilbert. Gilbert has to be. With Rock Reigns, is that going to happen? Rock Reigns, Jesus. Uh, yeah, how could we not talk about that? I don't think so. I think Dwayne <laughs> will explode if he gets into the ring. So I'm not sure. Seems like the time is has passed. Yeah, with the fucking strike going on, this guy is like going out of his head. He's sitting in his mansion drinking Terramana tequila. Doesn't have a film to promote. Uh, uh, WrestleMania 40 isn't in LA, it's in Philadelphia. Right, yeah. so WrestleMania 39 was the time to do it. The, no, it's actually it's actually now because The Rock can't film shit. Yeah, he, he, like seen as back in the fold. Um, I think they could do something really interesting with seeing that WrestleMania. Not, w don't have a writer strike, no. They're, no, they're not. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're not, not, they don't have a union. Hell no. Think anyone's got a fucking union there? No. Jesse Ventura got fucking kicked out for yeah. that shit. Yeah, but the writers themselves don't have a union. No, no. The writer, the wrestlers don't. They probably could be for anything that, that they've worked on that would have been like. Uh, Writers Guild affiliate, but they're they're not going to have shit from Vince. Vince isn't going to be like, look, I don't want I don't want the Rock back for WrestleMania Forty because I want Cody to finish the story. Is there a Cody match that you would like to book that you haven't seen? A Cody match that I'd like to book that I haven't seen. Is there any? I'd like to book, and it's probably happened. I can't remember, but I'd like to book Punk Cody WWE. I think that would work. I think Punk Cody has happened, but it would be nice to see them in this kind of context. context yeah. I, you know, an obvious, uh, sorry, this is what I, I don't think anyone else is excited about, it, but I always felt like that the, you know, uh, Cody with his American and American Nightmare stick, his current character, I always felt like the ultimate antithesis of, uh, for him in the, in the modern day would be Miro. And that was a match that never happened. Cody Miro. Especially yeah. when you consider Miro or Rusev and Cena. And all yeah. That build up and that was him. great. That worked really well. Um, I think, the best heel in WWE when he's allowed to be a heel probably Kevin Owens or is he too cool of a heel he's a little bit too cool because you know in real life that he's a real nice dad and he loves Mm. going to the zoo because a really bad a really motherfucker of a heel like an MJF would do great with a really good baby face like Cody in saying that now that I'm thinking of it Gunther and Cody that, yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna happen. I think that's coming down the line, and I think it's gonna be great. Cody's gonna get his face chopped off. He's gonna look like he's been in an absolute fucking <laughs> battle. Honestly, that yeah. man goes every time he is in a fight. It looks like he's in a fight, a genuine fucking ass kicking. Um, he gets the most sympathy. 
His promos are great. I think the intensity okay, with easy, him and Gunther. Easy, easy, easy. He's the easy. fucking best in the easy. biz. I think I think what's written in the stars is MJF Cody in WWE at some point. I think that's a perfect feud. I don't think we've began that for at least three years, if not. I think he resigns. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Any uh your favourite wrestler, Eddie Kingston? Any matches that you'd like to see him? Well, the, have? the dream one for me genuinely is Eddie Kingston MJF, which I, I and like I've always had. I, well, now things have changed with MJF a little bit, but I always felt like Eddie was the natural successor to MJF. Give him a bit of a Mick Foley world title run, but like particularly for these two, two of the best talkers in that company, they haven't really interacted with each other on screen, and they're kind of the like they're polar opposites of like New York, you know, in terms of upbringing and how the characters are positioned so I think MJF and Eddie Kingston would be a fantastic feud so to give people context after All In in Wembley Stadium we all went to a bar and we proceeded to have a somewhat like a similar discussion where John just would not shut the fuck up about the fact that Eddie Kingston needed needed to be the AEW world he's champion. gotta be at some point never no I do. It's since it's since then. Ring of Honor champion. That's since team. yeah. I think that since then it's a cloudy thing. I think that's maybe what they're going to do. But you know what? Punk's gone off now. There's a little bit more room, wiggle room at the top of the card. Not for Eddie Kingston. I <laughs> I would give Eddie Kingston a fucking Mick Foley. Give him the belt for like thirty days. If he's let him be a world champion. If he's willing to fall off a twenty foot ladder. I just think when you're the kind of character who's really made a point of going, I have to be world's champion at some point. Uh, yeah, we you know of the we Ring of Honor champion. And we will be. Really? Don't give up hope. I think. No, I think not, the time for Eddie. But it's also he, he can't work. He can't work a fifteen-minute match. Like you can't put him at the top of the card. Like Grand, you're saying it might only be for a month or whatever. But you can't put him at the top of the card for for two pay-per-views in a row because he couldn't do. I would buy you two pay-per-views in a row if Eddie Kingston was on top of the card. Don't don't get me wrong. I like having like random people in the world title picture. Bob Holly in the 2004 Royal Rumble That's going up against that Rock could have been that could have been Rhino it could have been also a feud that should have been done in WWE at the time uh, Brock Lesnar Shelton Benjamin that could mm. have been done there are so many Brock feuds we got fucking Holly yeah but I I didn't mind it I, I like that kind yeah. of stuff I love Bob Backlund was a world champion in 1984 for I years. loved it yeah that it's was brilliant an, yeah all timer actually uh, that heel Backlund against Hogan would have been pretty tasty as well at but some like point. when you run when they randomly just build someone up like a JBL and that, and giving the ball to run with it I love that kind of stuff uh, I don't think that's going to happen with Kingston and I don't think I'd have a massive interest if it did happen with Kingston we're supposed to be talking about dream matches that didn't happen instead of 2E doing an intervention for me <laughs> and my love for Eddie Kingston I'll fucking stand by it well look it's still <laughs> world champion that never happened Eddie Kingston I hope I hope he isn't on that list but he currently is right now I mean like the world champions have never happened that's a yeah that's actually that's probably a different episode you should just save that one yeah well Eddie uh, Kingston would be the number one uh, in, in, no he wouldn't be on the list for him it, yeah, yeah. yeah well yeah he, yeah he'd be up there he will be up there um, other matches that uh, didn't happen oh, there was a really big one there that was in my head and it's after falling out of it there now it's like a really obvious one Probably a Bob Holly match of some sort. <laughs> Bob who and did, Crash. Who do we not get? Who do we JBL? get? Get Bob and Crash. Uh, not really JBL. Although I would have loved to have seen a really tasty JBL Ron Simmons feud in 2004. Yeah, that absolutely. would have been great. That would be perfect. Yeah. But um, do you sacrifice JBL on the border 
beating up Mexicans. Yeah, but then he obviously gets super. But because he was because he was playing like a kind of vaguely like this kind of like not vaguely actually quite explicitly racist character. Yeah. His old tag team partner, who by the way is Ron Simmons, the, the first fucking black world champion yeah. in history. I I mean maybe the matches wouldn't been good, but those guys were good promos. They were a tag team for four years before that. Like that, I think that would have been a great world title feud for JBL. A, at that time. Yeah, and I think because the, the matches would have been for six years, awful. six or seven years. Actually, though, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like they started tagging what like ninety nine, and then this was two thousand four. Yeah, for like five, but, five, but, five right, years. Eddie or JBL went on to Eddie had that fucking gusher of a match. Yeah, where Eddie split open and they had mm. the was it the bell match, the, the bull rope match. Bull yeah, match. yeah. He got chokeslammed through a limousine by The Undertaker. I think it was Booker T. <laughs> Booker T went up against at one stage. Or maybe that's Batista. But then he went on and he had that uh, barbed wire steel cage match where he got chokeslammed through the, through the ring and ended up winning by crawling out under the ring. I think JBL's fucking 0-4 run is flawless as it is. Yeah, it was, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the matches weren't great, but the, the faction were good. Seen as well, so... Um, yeah, I, I, another one as well that maybe could have happened, maybe it might still, is uh, Steve Austin and CM Punk. Yeah. You think we might get that as a WrestleMania brawl? With the fact that he came back for that Kevin Owens match, like, goes to show that he probably was pretty close. He's got, that, he's got video, one in him, man. I would that think video game rivalry thing when they had that sit-down interview. Yeah, I think their paths can kind of potentially cross now. Um, I don't know if it would be a great match, but the, again, they're two smart dudes and storytellers, so, like, they could get together a pretty tasty 14 minute brawl I think ultimate one then if we were to finish it dream match that never happened mm. I, I do think Michaels and Guerrero is the one for me that I just would have loved to have seen I think Angle Brett for me would be the one that that I'll never get to see <laughs> Sting and Taker I think I'll have to go with that one. I was a big WCW mark. Love Sting. The, just the two fucking worlds colliding. I, that, that would have been something that I would have loved to see. Um, with Taker going over at Mania. Oh yeah, who goes over in our dream matches? You say Taker goes over at Mania? I would agree that's with Taker that's going that's over at yeah, Mania. Because I would have I used that as the build to feed him to Bray Wyatt eventually. Mm. Me, if I, if me, if Vince gave me the pencil. <laughs> who goes over? Who was your match? Uh, mine would have been uh, Eddie, Sean. Absolutely Eddie. Yeah. Sean, Sean wouldn't have needed that at any, uh, I think, peak time they could have done it. Brett goes over. You fucking Oi! son of a bitch. You fucking Oi! Mark. It's a nice Shane. Ah, yeah. Okay. I know, Angle obviously goes over, but like, uh, it has to be, every time it has to be the younger guy goes over, right? I think it should be in all those cases. Although, is Undertaker, Undertaker is younger. Yeah, Undertaker is younger than Sting. Yeah, so Sting's like yeah. 86. Sting's still wrestling. Sting's got a few in him still, so that's... Got that Sting's still wrestling. Yeah, there's probably a few Sting dream matches still out there. Who retires Sting? What runner? Derby. Oh. Yeah, it has to be Derby, doesn't it? I'm going Malachi, but okay. Uh, Malachi would <laughs> be class as well. Uh, well. Well, you're talking about taking up the mantle kind of thing. Yeah, does Derby need to beat him? Well, no, maybe, don't. I don't know. They'd probably have a tasty one-on-one, wouldn't they? I, well, I would love, right? This is Just not Jericho, basically. Is this is, this, <laughs> no. This is my idea, right? So you have Malachi and Darby facing off, right? You have the three House of Black and it's Darby. Lights go down. Lights come back up. Sting is in the ring behind the House of Black, right? Then the House of Black just stand and Darby runs and attacks Sting. Darby That's joins the House cool. of Black. That's pretty cool. Darby joins House of Black. That's the only problem I think with with it, that any feud between Darby and Sting is that 
means Darby has to turn, and I just I don't see or it. Yet. Sting turns. I like. I just want to see Sting shave his head. Sting turn before oh. he goes. Before he has a bit. Has a bit of a like. Like you can't. The fans would never believe Sting as a heel. He's just gonna cheer him no matter what. Yeah, that was, it wasn't. A, yeah, it wasn't a good thing for him to do. Um, and uh, another one that actually I forgot about that I meant to say as well. Uh, would you? That should have happened. DDP and The Rock. DDP they fucked the over DDP. All of the people's champions. They fucked over DDP in uh, WWE by making him a stalker of The Undertaker's it's, wife. This is embarrassing. It was silly. Um, I was there for DDP's whole fucking run in WCW and it was amazing. I loved him. Diamond Cutter versus The Rock Bottom. And then they brought that, him. That's exactly how he should have been brought in. I mean, I, I mean, it was great to see The Rock work a program with Booker T, but I would have happily, I would much rather see Undertaker Booker T at that time, and then, which also was a thing that should have happened. And uh, you know, like putting putting the other two together. Is there any wonder why we didn't get these fucking dream matches? Because Ego. egos, yeah. no, but no, but when Vince brought in the likes of DDP and brought in the likes of Booker T, they all jobbed out. At the start, right? that's Vince. Yeah, WCW. Yeah, it was WCW so Sting's guys. Lo- Sting's looking at that, and he's like, "Fuck that! Why would I go there?" I'll yeah. just I mean, there was very, very yeah. little. Like, all that, like that, you know, this, that was this really fertile opportunity for a lot of these dream matches, and we Steiner got so little of them. Jobbed out. Goldberg Steiner. got he got the title, but he got fucking absolutely eviscerated. Even though he went through everyone at that elimination chamber at SummerSlam, yeah. he got jobbed out eventually. Fucking uh, NWO. What the fuck happened there? I know, it was a mess. The only real dream scenario that I think we got around the invasion time, which I think the fans themselves, like uh, you know, me as young that time looking at that, would have booked, was this idea of going, oh yeah, we're going to get RVD and we're going to get Jeff Hardy. And that's absolutely... That's all it. we want. That's absolutely a thing we're going to do. And they did that really well at that time, but everything else was really undercooked and you just didn't get a lot of these dream matches and feuds and scenarios that ideally you should have. Mm. DDP and The Rock was just a no-brainer. I'm still going to Sting and Taker. Angle. Oh yeah, I'm still going with Sean and, and Guerrero, but also Goldberg, Gilbert. Well, <laughs> that's been the rest of the fan, the rest of the show. I've been Shane. These are the two marks, John and Kiran. You can give yours, your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube in the comments and likes. Make sure you like and subscribe. This has been the rest of the fan, the rest of the show.